Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is America's Trucking Network. Whenever and wherever you're listening to this program... Welcome aboard. Thanks for spending time with us. I am Kevin Gordon. This is America's Trucking Network on 700 WLW. If you miss any part of the program or if you want to look at uh, listen to any of the previous shows, just head over to that iHeartRadio app, and you can go to 700 WLW on that. Scroll through the individual shows, and you'll find America's Trucking Network, and you can see any of the podcasts we've put up there. Or you can also find out more about me by heading over to my Facebook page, Kevin Gordon on Facebook, Kevin Gordon Radio. And uh, you'll find out more about me, and you can see some of the stories that I've posted there, not only trucking-related but non-trucking-related stories, as well as a few opinions Um that I am want to do out there. So anyway, as we always do, let's uh, take a quick look at the oil and gas prices. Uh, today, uh, West Texas Intermediate Crude is trading at $110.09 a barrel, which is down just 20 cents from yesterday and just a, a 0.818%. So it's a very negligible decrease as far as percentage-wise. Brent crude, on the other hand, is uh, trading at $113.73, up $0.31, cents, and once again, up one-third of a percent, if you will. So it's uh, negligible there as well. And really what I'm seeing as far as uh, uh, costs and oil and, and all that sort of stuff, there's really nothing in the news other than the typical that in the morning trading sessions, there is news that pushes the price down and then pushes the, uh, other news that pushes the uh, price back up. And then it just basically, um, you know, discounts each other and, um, you know, clears each other out and, um, uh, you know, cancels each other out, so to speak. Uh, Washington has not ruled out curbs on exports to ease fuel prices. Beijing ramps up. COVID quarantine. The German uh, minister expects EU embargo on Russian oil in days. Again, they keep talking about that. And then uh, supply report uh, due later on this. Uh, well, actually, by the time this show airs, the um, oil report will be out. But basically, it all the same news over and over again, whether or not uh, uh, the dollar is strong or talking about uh, exports or whatever. But all of these uh, during the day, uh, so far today anyway, push the prices up and pull them back, et cetera. So it's been a flat day. And you know, I guess, again, when you take the uncertainty out of a market, that's when you see things starting to level out. I cannot emphasize enough if the EU isn't going to get off their butts and do something with this oil ban from Russia, stop talking about it and say we're just not going to do it. And according to some industry experts, that would immediately, immediately drop oil prices, oil, oil prices down. $65 a barrel is what they estimate, which is basically pushing it back down to where it was 
um, a couple of years ago and in a more manageable condition. So looking at uh, gas prices, uh, basically, again, there is, and and I'm kind of surprised this being Memorial, going into Memorial Day weekend, that they're not starting to jack up the prices just a little bit. I guess if you're going to fill up, maybe fill up before Thursday or whatever, because with this being a big holiday weekend and people out traveling and, and getting out and about, that the gas prices may actually go up uh, a few cents or maybe even 20, 25 cents a gallon by the weekend. But right now, the current average nas- nationwide regular gas is uh, uh, basically $4.60 a gallon, which is unchanged from yesterday, up about $0.08 cents from a week ago. But my goodness, take a look at what it's up from just a year ago. Gas this time a year ago was at $3.04 a gallon. So at uh, $4.60 right now, you're talking about $1.56 more a gallon that you're paying now at the pump for gas than you were a year ago. Looking at diesel prices, $5.55 is the average nationwide, which is unchanged from yesterday down a couple of pennies from last week. But then again, that number from last year, this time last year, diesel prices were at $3.18 a gallon. So again, you're up more than $2 a gallon, about $2.30 a gallon more that you're paying now at the pump for diesel than you were this time last year. Uh, the national high, national high for gas is in California at $6.07 and a low of $4.07, $2 a gallon in Oklahoma. Now, you know, why Oklahoma is so low, a lot of these states have done these uh, tax holidays. Um, a lot of states have gas taxes you may be aware of. Uh, in the state of Kentucky, we have our gas tax, and that is a, a quite a chunk. Um, in some states, uh, some of these places, it's reduced it. It's reduced it down as much as 18 cents a gallon. Or, you know, in California, I'm, I'm off the top of my head, I don't know what their gas tax is, but I can assure you that it's extremely high, like everything else in California. In um, Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky, the lowest prices I'm finding for gasoline is at $4.35, and diesel is at $4.99. Looking at the National Weather Service, and of course, if you're planning on doing any traveling this weekend, and especially if you're out on the highway driving your, your truck and um, going from place to place, and before you get back on the weekend, you want to pay attention to the weather reports and any of the four-wheelers that are going out there. If you're listening to the program tonight and you're heading out for the weekend and you're going to be spending some time, you know, make sure that you know that Okay, this could be some uh, congestion on the highway. Take your time, be patient, and know that some of these weather conditions are going to be in effect. So let's take a look at that real quick. Heavy rains in the middle of the country, hot and dry out west. Uh, we'll have um, uh, weather at the bottom of the hour, a full update and a full forecast, but just to give you the headlines here. Today, the risk of severe th- weather uh, will shift into the Midwest and southward through the Mid-South and the Gulf Coast. Uh, that area of low pressure that was over Texas and Oklahoma uh, border uh, yesterday and today, uh, will slowly move to the Great Lakes region by early Thursday. The hot and dry weather will also increase the fire weather danger across the northern Sacramento Valley, where red flag warnings continue in effect through Wednesday morning. 
uh, offer much of uh, and over much of the western New Mexico breezy conditions with low relatively uh, relative humidity values uh, support a critical fire risk today. So uh, let's be careful out there. Um, again, I, I say this. If you're driving through and, and seeing weather conditions, let the people behind you know what's going on so that they can have a safe trip. And hopefully the people in front of you will give you an indication and a heads up of what you're driving into. So uh, coming up um, in the next segment, uh, I wanna, uh, we're going to be talking with Sam Collier. He is the Dean of Manufacturing Technologies at, and, and trans, I'm sorry, Dean of Manufacturing and Transportation Technologies at Gateway Community and Technical College. You may remember last week I talked about this uh, Port Authority in Montreal that starts this program of introducing people into the trucking business and let them kind of hang around for a couple of days as they refer to it, kind of kick the tires and see if it's something that they're interested in. And I thought, well, maybe let's talk to maybe a local uh, CDL uh, company or uh, somebody that actually provide students with knowledge so that they can pass the CDL. And lo and behold, I found Gateway Community College and hooked up with uh, Sam. And we'll be talking to him coming up. I am Kevin Gordon. This is America's Trucking Network on 700 WLW. On the new true crime podcast, Betrayal, a woman chronicles her fairy tale romance gone horribly. 100 WLW, I am Kevin Gordon. If you miss any part of the program, make sure you head over to that iHeartRadio app, Go to 700WLW, scroll through the shows, and you'll find America's Trucking Network. My guest, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to talking to him, is Sam Collier. He is the Dean of Manufacturing and Transportation Technologies at Co Gateway Community and Technical College. Welcome to the program, Sam. Thanks for taking time with us. Well, thank you for having me. I look forward to it. Yeah. Um, I, how long has this uh, program been available through uh, from Gateway? Is this CDL, a relatively well, new or? Yeah, for in, doing it in-house has been about six years. Um, mm -hmm. We've been running it about eight years, I think. But we started off with a third-party vendor. Um, it was chaos, uh, even worse than it is now. And so we actually pulled it in-house, hired our own instructors, uh, got our own equipment. And uh, it's been much more successful since then. That's so, yeah, pretty six cool. Years. Yeah. Now, we were talking, uh, setting up the interview, you kind of have an interesting pathway to Gateway yourself. I do. Um, I, it's funny because there's others out there like me when you start talking to us. But, uh, yeah, I actually went to a technical college and um, was going to be an auto tech. And I actually went into automotive uh, repair uh, side of it for over 15 years. Uh, started teaching for another uh a technical college to help out a family friend. Um, my wife kind of liked the idea of me coming home not always smelly and sore and tired. So she actually applied to Gateway um, and as an, for me as an auto instructor. And I came home one day and she said, so have you ever heard of Gateway? And I said, no. And she said, well, you just applied there. Um, so <laughs> they were desperate enough to hire me. And that was almost 19 years ago. So I got hired as an automotive instructor at Gateway, taught for a long time and then uh, in the last few years have been promoted to dean where i oversee all the blue collar trades that is outstanding and you know this is one of those things that for anybody out there listening that you first of all you never 
turn down an open door. You know, you right. whatever opportunities out there, as long as you're open to a, a, another opportunity, it doesn't take you anything to just take the interview or or fill out the right. application. You never know where it's going to land. And what's the old saying that uh, luck is where opportunity meets preparation? <laughs> and exactly. So that's yeah. how and, it works. Yeah, and that's a great point because, you know, I figured I'd take the job. I wouldn't like it. And um, I figured after I didn't like it, I would just go back to or back to working in the auto industry. Like I said, that was almost 19 years ago, and I'm still trying to decide if I like education. But <laughs> I, I, well, that's good because I'm I'm still trying to figure out whether I like radio. No, <laughs> I, I love radio, so there's no, no and I problem love education, there. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I guess the the cool thing is is working with young people. And, you know, depending upon their level of, well, I guess it's up to the instructor to get their level of enthusiasm up and just to see, you know, what the future lies for them. Just know what, you know, what's looking ahead as far as they're concerned. It's a lot of fun. It's very rewarding, uh, to, especially after years of this, seeing some students that you really didn't think uh, were going to be that great of human beings um, at, you know, at 17, 18 years old, but have turned out really well, family, uh, business, you know, and are, are productive members of society and, and still keeping in touch. And so it is really, really cool. Uh, you know, it can be very frustrating. Like most technologies, the automotive, the the transportation industry has has gotten so you know, so complicated and, and you know with computers and then you know we've got students that have never popped a hood so mm-hmm. it is it is a tough thing to get them from hood popping and safety all the way through diagnosing a a computer glitch um and and but it but it's a lot of fun to do that is so cool and you get to the point now with 19 years in that you're going to be very soon be talking to uh, uh possibly kids of people that you first taught yeah it is is kind of scary because yeah because i am actually seeing uh not 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 yet to kids but definitely other family members that were entirely too small you know Mm -hmm. and and the student that i taught is is bringing them back in like hey you know I, i this was a great program for me i really enjoyed it um can you can you help him get get enrolled uh, but yes, I have I have a horrible fear that I'm I'm going to see one and be like, "Aren't you so and so's son and their daughter?" Yeah, and be like, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm be like, "Man, I'm old." Well, that's a, and that's amazing. I mean, because you know, you people. I think teachers don't realize sometimes how much they influence the kids and their students, and how much they touch their lives. And then later on, these when they get older. They really appreciate and and coming back and hearing you know from the students and saying you don't believe how, you know how much you changed my life and that sort of thing. I've got several friends that uh, are teachers. One is a, a high was a high school football coach, and it's amazing when you go out and and you're talking with them and somebody comes up to the table and you know starts talking about what a great experience it was and how much that guy changed his life. And you just some of those things you just never know. And no, just by being a good teacher it's amazing so yeah and, and you know a lot of times yeah you're absolutely right because you are in some cases you are the father figure um uh, unfortunately but a lot mm-hmm. of times you are you know you're the person that finally pushed him over uh, you know got him out mm-hmm. of out of a, a rut or took him from out of their comfort zone and forced them to do things that they didn't think they could do and um you know once they got that confidence you know they took off and that is, that cool. is very rewarding yeah that is, that is cool 
Now, uh, I want to focus particularly on the CDL license program or the CDL training. Mm -hmm. um, how many students can you have in a class at one particular time? So we run very small classes. We when we built the business model. We 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 actually purchased um, well, we were donated one and purchased three CDL Class A vehicles and trailers. And uh, so we did. We we looked at some of the big chains out there and thought, man, there's 25 students standing around waiting on two trucks. So we mm -hmm. just we ciphered it that we would do two classes a month, one at the beginning of the month, one at the end of the month, but only six students. That way there's 12 students out on the range for a little while and then a new group comes in and then the theory is we use sleeper trucks so when they go out on the when they go out driving three students one instructor they rotate out while they're driving they don't have to come back and switch um so again we, we kind of designed it three students per truck um you know to kind of make sure that students are getting driving time um and, and an opportunity to do all of their maneuvers and everything uh, and actually be competent. Because the idea is we, if in a perfect world, a student's here for one month. So they're with us mm -hmm. for 40 hours a week for one month. They pass on their first attempt. They're out driving for a living. Um, wow. You know, so that's a very yeah. short turnaround. That it's is a very short turnaround. I thought, yes. okay, because I thought I would read somewhere where some of these uh, programs at, at, at places are uh, – Am I wrong if I'm thinking 180 days or eight uh, on on yeah, the actual turnaround? Yeah, it depends on how they're set up. Yeah, so um, you know we're looking at doing a weekend if we can ever get enough equipment and instructors in here. We're looking at doing weekends that would be stretched out over a much longer period of time. Wow, um, but that uh, is but so cool. Right start, now, yeah, imagine start to finish within a month, you could be out driving. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Right. Within How a month, cool. you can make an $80,000 a year. Um, and oh, so it's a great geez. opportunity. That's why. Zero to 80 term. and zero to 80 in 30 days. <laughs> exactly. You know, and that that is, you know, you talk about and we're talking about people that don't even have a GED, you know. Yeah. It, so wow. you know, people that whose life has been really beat down or really haven't seen opportunities now mm -hmm. see an opportunity to, you know, just take off. And and it's really an interesting thing. The, the amount the difference in students that we see. Amazing. Um, because I always had, yeah, I'm sure as many of you... Can you hold that thought? We need to step out for a quick break. Oh, and when we come back, we'll pick up on the other side of the break. I'm speaking with Sam Collier. He is the Dean of Manufacturing and Transportation Technologies at Gateway Community and Technical College. I am Kevin Gordon, seven, uh, America's Trucking Network, 700 WLW. News, traffic, and weather. News Radio 700 WLW. Cincinnati. This was a tragic and senseless event today, and my, my heart is broke today. This is the 1230 Report. I'm Rob Carpenter, breaking now. We will have grief counseling and support at the Civic Center for our students, our staff, community members, anybody that needs to come. Superintendent of Robb Elementary School, Howe Harrell, after 19 children and two adults are dead, 
After the mass school shooting west of San Antonio, Texas, yesterday afternoon, President Biden speaking to the nation shortly after he returned from Asia, still thinking gun reform is the answer. The latest from ABC News White House correspondent Karen Travers in D.C. Democrats want to bring legislation to the floor knowing it's not going to pass, knowing it will never hit that 60 vote threshold right now in the Senate, but to get lawmakers on the record, often in these times in the immediate hours after a horrible tragedy like this there's some people saying it's too soon for politics like this is a grieving community there are families who are getting the worst news of their lives and others who say if not right now then when now the latest forecast from the train heating and cooling weather center on news radio 700 wlw Clouds are increasing as we head toward Wednesday morning. I've got a daybreak low of 62. Now, the rest of our Wednesday is a chance of showers early, then scattered rain and storms in the afternoon and into the evening. A high of 81, a low down to 65. A look ahead, more rain and storms this week. From your severe weather station, I'm 9 First Warning, Chief Meteorologist Steve Raleigh. News Radio 700 WLW. Right now, radar is good, 65. Degrees. Twelve Kentucky counties have been randomly selected to undergo a post-primary election audit. First uh, county is Nicholas. Attorney General Daniel Cameron pulling the names out of a bourbon barrel. They are Nicholas, Monroe, Graves, Metcalf, Jackson, Hopkins, Pendleton, Boyd, Madison, Powell, Rockcastle, and Grayson counties. Investigators from this office will work with county clerks to assess any voting irregularities uh, from the 2022 primary election. After completing these audits, the results will be presented. Uh, to grand juries from each audited county. The AG's office received 295 complaints during the primary season. By comparison, there were 330 complaints during the 2020 primary election. 700's Paul Miles. Here's a Reds update. Rough night for Cincinnati at Great American Ballpark. Reds blown out by the Cubs 11-4. to Cincinnati trying to get back on the winning track later this evening at GABP against Chicago with a preview. Here's Tommy Thrall. The Reds try to avoid their third straight loss to the Cubs tonight at Great American Ballpark. Luis Castillo looks for his first win of the year. He's 0-2 with a 4.60 ERA. He takes the mound against right-hander Kyle Hendricks, who's 2-4 with a 4.89 ERA. First pitch is 6-40. Airtime is 6-10. This is Tommy Thrall inviting you to join the Cowboy Jeff Brantley and me for all the action on this Reds Radio Network station. Thank you, Tommy. Looking forward to it. And I'm Rob Carpenter. Your next update at 1 o'clock. Breaking news anytime. News Radio 700 WLW. Are you struggling with erectile dysfunction and sick of the pills? Well, today, Wednesday, May 25th, we're doing something unprecedented. Pinebrook Medical Clinic. This is America's Trucking Network. 700 WLW. I am Kevin Gordon again. If you uh, miss any part of the program, uh, go ahead and check out that uh, iHeartRadio app and just go through 700 WLW, scroll through the, uh, the various shows, and you'll find uh, America's Trucking Network, and you can see any of the shows that we've put up there. Continuing our conversation with Sam Collier, he is the Dean of Manufacturing and Transportation Technologies at Gateway Community and Technical College. Sorry I cut you off there right before the break, Sam, but thanks for hanging with us. I appreciate it. 
No problem. As I was saying, um, I'm sure most of your, your viewer, your listeners have an image of a trucker, um, you know, mm-hmm. and I always did. And they've they they know truck. They've been trucking for 30 years. You know, they're, they're confident. They, you know, and but it's very interesting, you know, to look at the diversity that we see from English as a second language students. Um, I had an accountant, a retired accountant come through him and his wife were going to uh, truck together. Um, oh, you know, wow. It's just. Yeah, it was really because I, I he came in in a bow tie, so I was like, uh, okay, I'm sorry, and you can tell me no if this is rude, but I've never had a student in any of my classes with a bow tie, and um, he said, well, had you know, to be I'm either a, an accountant or an engineer, <laughs> exactly, and he said I was an accountant for all these years. I took early retirement. We're gonna we're gonna uh, be independent truckers, and we're gonna see the United States and get paid for it. And I said, brilliant, that's funny, you know, absolutely, that's funny. So yeah, yes. Because uh, I am yes. a recovering accountant myself. <laughs> oh, are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, as far as I know, he's very successful in the industry, and you know, as you know, right now there's a the the, the shortage is, is real, um, mm-hmm. and so we've got you know uh, several companies that come in on a regular basis, bring lunch, recruit our students. Um, we pull the students out that are being paid by their company to be here, so they don't see the other side. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those programs. Again, we do we try. Do twelve a month. We've been kind of pushing that to upwards of nine or nine students a class, so around eighteen. But the problem is, you know, I've got four trucks. I do have two trucks on order, but because of the trucking shortage and the whole the went on issue that went on with you know shortage of things, they've been on back order for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we you know it's one of those programs that could could easily double in size, but, you know, wow. finding part-time help, you know, we use a lot yeah. of uh, instructors. We use a lot of, and, yeah. yeah, we use, we use normally retired, our range instructors are, are retired um, truckers. So they're, you know, they know the industry inside and out and they're great teachers. And because they've driven, they seem to have patience of Job. It's unbelievable to mm-hmm. me uh, what, what these guys put up with. It scares yeah. me to death to think about climbing in a, you know, 53 foot trailer being pulled by a, tra- a tractor this guys oh yeah a, you know never driven before and we're putting them on the road um you amazing know, amazing um, but yeah, continuing you know, our conversation with sam collier dean of uh, manufacturing Tra- uh, transportation technologies at gateway community and technical college um one of the things that i one of the uh, mutual friend of ours um that mm-hmm. uh, i talked to and hooked us up here um you talked about you guys have a simulator there on campus we- as well. We do, yes. Yeah, so I, um, actually, the state of Kentucky was nice enough, uh, or the Commonwealth of Kentucky, I guess I should say, to buy all of the schools, all of the the KCTCS schools, the technical mm-hmm. schools, a simulator. Um, we use it a lot for uh, learning, teaching people to drive stick shift. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. there's not many stick shift cars anymore, so most people have never driven a stick, um, right. a manual transmission. And so when we first put them in, before we got the simulator, we'd put them in a truck and try and teach them. One, they looked down a lot from the road. Two, they were destroying our transmissions. Uh, yeah, well, you don't want that, blow, that's for sure. Yeah, they blow second gear. For, somehow they're blowing second gear out of our, out of our transmissions, which I didn't think was mm. possible with an empty trailer. But they they successfully did it. So we, we run them through the simulations, and it teaches them first muscle memory, just how to mm-hmm. shift. And it tells them how to go up and down and fl- when to flip the button. And then, then it actually simulates driving 
without the driving. So it has the shift patterns. So you, you mm-hmm. shows when to when to shift to be in the right R, RPM ranges and all that kind of stuff. And again, they go through several of those different simulations, shifting up and down. Um, Flipping the buttons back and forth, learning to double clutch, again, something you don't do in most other vehicles. That has really helped a lot. So when they do get to the truck and are actually driving at 10 speed, now they kind of have a feel for what it should feel like. Um, Simulator is a lot of fun, too. You can just hop in it and go take your semi off-road and drive off the cliff. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, <laughs> you, don't, you don't want them doing that. <laughs> no, but I have. Uh, on, a, on a rainy Friday afternoon, I, I must admit I drove off a cliff just to see what it felt like, and it doesn't feel good. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, I uh, can but, imagine. <laughs> but it is, it is a very useful tool. Uh, but the funny yeah. thing is you know, it's almost as expensive as a truck. Um, yeah. the, the people that make these simulators must pave a lot of it in gold. Um so, but it, but it is it is a great training tool, and and I've had mm-hmm. several students um, tell us that if it weren't for that, they probably wouldn't have figured out the shifting to yeah. to as well as it. And it is a trick when you're doing a manual transmission that uh, I guess originally you have to look down and make sure that you're putting it in the right gear. But when you're driving, that's not something you need to do. You got to kind of do that by feel more than exactly. anything else, and knowing where the the gear actually shifts into. So uh, that's exactly. all. That, that'd be a valuable tool without tearing up your transmissions on your trucks and stuff. So right. let's talk a little bit about how. How can we, I mean, at least put the word out to the people. You First of all, you got plenty of students, so you're not short there. Correct. But if there's any qualified instructors that are out there, they can contact you by? Uh, they can call my, my office phone, which is 859-442-1146, um, or they can actually just contact Gateway in any way, shape, or form. We've got a, a 1-800 or a, a, we've got a, a, a 859 number that is a direct line in that takes messages and they'll get that message to me um mm-hmm. they think if they're in the kentucky area and they want to stop by and see what we do and talk to me i'd be more than happy to do that as well and i may have just opened a door there i don't know that i want to yeah. i may have to close <laughs> later but but yeah because yes you know yeah because if i we, show up you know <laughs> hey well come on in we, we love showing off what we do um right. you know the, tr- the transportation center where we do this is actually a, a renovated uh auto um a dealership so mm-hmm. it's really a cool location but yes um, we're always looking for part-time help because you know we take retired truckers they're only with us for so long before they're ready to retire again All right um, and you know the uh, if somebody if there's a company out there that's got some extra trailers that are close to roadworthy that they're thinking they might want to get rid of we would love to take them in as donations we will give you a cool little tax or tractor tax trailers for that matter of fact i mean i know the yeah. used trucking industry right now is is hot oh, yeah. it's very expensive and that type of thing but I mean, you know, put your money where your mouth is out there. If you're looking for, uh, um, you know, uh, increasing the number of people that are that are truck driving, there's an eighty thousand trucker shortage. Uh, if you want to boost the numbers, possibly boost sales down the road, this is a great opportunity for a manufacturer or a great opportunity for a dealership to donate a, a truck or two, uh, or maybe combine with other uh, companies to do it, um, just to uh, get more people out there and, and get the, the, the training done. So exactly. it's all a group effort. So I exactly. You know, Unbelievable. I, you know, because all you hear is that, you know, we need more truckers. So, well, you can't get more truckers if you don't have the training uh, tools to do it.
So, um, yeah, and exactly. a shout out to anybody. Yes, that's an, I appreciate that shout-out because we don't want truckers that have learned only on a simulator. At least I don't. That scares me to death. So, oh, yeah, you know, absolutely. We've got to get real time. And, you know, like I said, so if there's part-time truckers out there that are thinking they'd like to fi find a hobby, they don't have to be with us five days a week. They can work a couple days a week. Any companies that might want to help out with that process, we're more than happy to have the conversation. So Super. I do. Well, Sam, it's been a great pleasure talking to you. It was certainly a lot of fun and learned a lot. And uh, I'll post, post this out on Facebook, and we'll get it up on uh, the uh, uh, iHeartRadio app is, especially. So if anybody wants to get in contact with you, give us that uh, email address or website again real quick. Uh, it's gateway.kctcs.edu. All right. Thank you very much, Sam. I certainly appreciate it. This is America's Trucking Network. I am Kevin Gordon, 700 WLW. On the podcast Paradise Lost, Crime in Miami. We're on 700 WLW, I am Kevin Gordon. Miss any part of the previous interview with Sam Collier, Dean of Manufacturing and Transportation Technologies at Gateway Community and Technical College. You can go to the iHeartRadio app. There you can find 700 WLW and then scroll through the various shows and you will see um, America's Trucking Network and just go right to it. Or tonight you can head over to my Facebook page and I will post that up there. I'll post that separate interview up there tonight so that you can uh, see that um, and just head over to my Facebook page and find out a little bit more about me and whatever. So uh, enjoyed that interview. I hope you got some information out of that. I love presenting these stories about how um, companies are being more accommodating and people are trying to address the driver shortage that we have in this country and putting together schools and programs to get CDL, more CDL licenses out there. So it's a cool program. Uh, wish them a lot of success. And from time to time, maybe we'll have to have Sam back on to talk about some of the things that they're seeing and uh, maybe some of the uh, uh, advances that they're seeing and let's hope that they get some more of these trucks and some more of this in, uh, equipment so they can actually expand their class sizes and and actually uh, bring out more students into the trucking industry so um, anyway one of the things that have been percolating out there for a number of weeks the transportation groups have now uh, kind of um, let their comments be known uh, they're urging caution uh, basically the overall overarching theme of this is that the EPA has put out their nitrogen oxygen emissions uh, standards and what they hope to provide or the standards that they want met over the coming years. Uh, American Trucking Association uh, in a 29 page written comment to the US Environmental Protection Agency said it generally supportive of the goals to reduce uh, NOx or no uh, no X um, emissions, but stress the message from his fleet members is clear. They want them to minimize the amount of purchases that are necessary, the maintenance that's going to be required on this, warranty and operational costs. They want them to maximize performance. They want the durability uh, and driver satisfaction of this equipment. Uh, they want to maintain fleet flexibility, et cetera. Now, basically what this boils down to is, you know, the old saying is that if a, a in the in the past, when you don't want to buy a new car in the first model year, 
because that is when all of the uh, kinks have to be gotten out. There are recalls that some of the things that they thought on paper or in theory were going to work don't work, and then they have to adjust things. And it's usually a little bit better to that second year that that model comes out. Now, you know, there are people that want to be the first in line to get the newest and greatest and the brand new and the shiny object and all that sort of stuff. But sometimes they've got to work these kinks out, and you don't want to buy something that you wind up being in the shop and downtime getting repaired and getting warranty work done while you should be out there driving. So uh, all this technology is great, but don't put it out too hard, too fast, too soon. Um, ATA staunchly opposes one approach suggested in the proposal. In their option one is the California Air Resources Board standard, and the ATA does not support uh, California's extreme and unattainable approach as the next national standard for diesel freight trucks for the rest of the country. So American Trucking Associations is, is you know, very adamant on this. Uh, when you look at the Truck and Engine Manufacturers Association, again, they say they generally supported the proposed rule, but they had an array of detailed critical and cautionary comments in its 173-page comment document. Uh, the stakes of this rulemaking are very high, it said. Indeed, if EPA were to finalize its proposal option one, that as a practical matter preclude the production and sale of heavy-duty uh, diesel engines starting in 2027. So in effect, what they would be doing is eliminating all diesel engines by 2027. And I'm sorry, that is way too soon to be implementing some of this stuff, especially if you don't have something on the front end or something to replace it. I mean, the bottom line is, is that it's like, okay, I want a new car. So I'm going to go ahead and sell my old car. Oh, by the way, I guess I need transportation. So, oh, new cars aren't available. So I'm left without a car. I mean, come on. Think, folks. American Truck Dealers Association Division and National Automobile Dealers Association said it has long supported continuous improvements in no X uh, control for uh, heavy-duty on-road uh, on road engines, but cautioned against getting too aggressive. ATD has consistently stressed the importance of inv involving the nitrogen oxide elimination reduction mandates that require too much too soon given that, by definition, such mandates would necessarily result in unduly expensive products with compromised reliability, fuel economy, durability, serviceability, and other performance characteristics. So a lot of these groups are all saying the same thing. The Owner Operators Independent Drivers Association, I love this group, called the proposal impractical approach to achieving emissions reductions that discounts the contributions of the trucking industry, ignores realities from the previously flawed emission rulemaking, and does not thoroughly contemplate the operational impacts of small trucking businesses. So that's kind of a more radical approach to this. Truckload Carriers Association said it is disappointed with the proposed standards put forth by the EPA because the measure does not fully appreciate current market and technology constraints within the trucking industry. TCA believes the regulations would limit 
equipment options for carriers, as well as worsen environmental outcomes in the long run by applying unmanageable pressure on pricing and disincentivizing fleet owners. So, again, all this technology, all this information, they want to eliminate nitrogen, uh, nitrogen oxide emissions. But again, the whole cautionary thing is too much, too fast, and make sure that uh, they do this in a, in, a, in a, you know, learn from the past. Learn the mistakes that were made before, and still you ramrod this stuff down people's throats. So, again, hopefully they'll listen to the industry experts. Hopefully they'll pay attention. And, uh, folks, if you're a member of the, any of these organizations, probably wouldn't hurt to get the uh, from them the congressmen, senators, et cetera, who you can contact so that they can put pressure on the EPA to make sure that these that the trucking industry is listened to and that some of these things are followed. Um, a lot of information on that we're not going to be able to get to today, but we can pick this up. Uh, tonnage up eight one point eight percent in April compared with twenty twenty one, and we've got some information regarding uh, uh, ports, uh, what they are having as far as their. Um, well, how efficient they are and how much freight is coming. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.